Hello everyone and welcome to the One Point Safety Show with Scouse Andy and Scott. This is a Washington Commanders and NFL podcast with a twist. We'll give you weekly updates on the trials and tribulations of the Commanders and have special guests along the way. Anyway, that's enough ramble for now. On with the pod. Hello everyone and welcome back to the One Point Safety Show. So in the uh, interim of us recording, not a lot has happened in Commander's Land. <laughs> I lie, I lie, I lie. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the show everyone. Um, it's back again with me, Scott Hartley, and my glorious co-host, Scow Sandy. How are you, mate? You alright this week? Yeah, man, I'm good, I'm good. How are you doing, it's man? Good, I think. This week's flown by. I am now off. Um, any vapes or any nicotine products so if i turn wow. angry halfway through you know why but yeah it's all it's all good at my end mate it's all good at my end so quite a lot of news this week which we thought was going to be quite a slow news week um, we obviously recorded late on the friday and decided to uh, get you involved with all the um schedule that we had last week and um, we thought yep yeah, we'll wait till the schedule's out we'll record then and everything will be golden and then bang as soon as you would know it we've recorded push the pod out and we get the news that pretty much the sale is finalized to josh harris and his intrepid band of investors um at 6.05 billion sale well bloody typical isn't it typical that like you know we were like literally about an hour behind on the yeah. real news. <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> Absolute way. nightmare, man. Wouldn't you just love it to have dropped while we were recording, though, wouldn't you? Just yeah, like, oh, yeah, while sweet. we're recording, bang, we'll get this out straight away. But, yeah, unfortunately, it wasn't to be that we could get that news out to you immediately. But, I mean, what are your thoughts then now that it's official, Scouts? You know, we're, we're there pretty much. Um, I mean, I mean, it's awesome. It's, it's, great. it's great news. It's just, uh, you know... I just, I just can't wait for Dan Snyder or us to not even say his name anymore. I, I just can't wait for that. I just cannot wait for, for that to be done. So, you know, look, bring it on, man. As, as long as this is done before the end, the start of the season, I'll be, I'll be well happy with this. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Snyder. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping it's done by training camp and that we can finally get some sort of clarity over moving forward with um, a new ownership in tow. Um, obviously, quite a lot going on this week and next week as well around the sale. Nothing is obviously finalised right now. But what was good to see is that we had joint statements from Josh Harris, obviously saying, look, you know, I basically bought the team. I want to thank all of my uh, all of my investment team and all of the people who have decided to put money uh, to try and invest against that. We know that Josh Harris is a 30 percent stakeholder as the NFL rules sale. And then the next person below that is Mitchell Rails with, I think, 14%. Um, but what I do know is obviously 70% of it is going to the investment team. Um, so that's you can look at that two ways. You can look at that quite well. You can look at it the other way. What was a bit scary initially was seeing a Snyder involved in the uh, investment team. But it turns <laughs> out that the guy... Who, uh, who was involved in the uh, in the investment team has absolutely nothing to do with Dan. They just have exactly the same name. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's probably married to him. He's probably married nah, to him. That's maybe. how he's got the surname. Yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe Dan Snyder. Knows. That's why. That's why his missus is going to leave him soon. As this is this is say, this is done. I reckon his yeah. I reckon his wife goes. He goes and lives with that that dude, Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. <yeah. laughs> Andrew Andy Snyder. And, Andy Snyder. That was it. Yeah. Yes. Andy Snyder. Yeah. Stay away. Stay away from Andy's mate. 
But what was really interesting is when you look at the net worth of the entire group of 18 investors, we're looking at just over 170 billion in net worth, uh, sorry, 107 billion in net worth, which is, yeah, that's quite a lot of money. You know, it's not it's not to be yeah. sniffed at when you've got guys who are on the board of Google, former CEO, you've got people all over the spot, really. Um, but the but thing is, though, these guys be... are all asset rich, though. They're never yeah, cash they rich, these guys. And that's the thing, you see, because most guys that kind of corn, they're going to be in assets because they'll get hammered by the tax man otherwise. So yeah, that's why it's hard to get them to actually actually liquidate assets to actually get the actual cash needed, you know? It's hard. Yeah, and no one's no one's sitting there with, you know, three, four, five, six, seven bill in the bank, are they? Unless you're, you know, Jeff Bezos and obviously, yeah, he But even he wouldn't have it in there. Even he wouldn't have that he'd have maybe like a million pounds in there. That's all he'd probably have. Because everything else would be in assets. Because what else would he need? He's everything he's got is in his assets. So and the assets pay him dividends. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's not like honestly, man, these guys they're so rich in assets, but not in actual cash. Yeah, so there was an article that came out, um, I think it was yesterday, actually, and I haven't heard much uh, talk about this uh, across the airwaves or across Twitter sphere or in commander's land. Um, this uh, Washington Post broke an article talking about an earnout payment for Dan Snyder. Now, we just looked at this just offline here, um, and I went through it with Scouse, and it looks like it's um, been structured, the deal of selling the team, where it's structured in a way that it will provide Dan Snyder with a deferred payment of an amount that's contingent on the finance uh, and the franchises uh, if it reaches a specific financial benchmark. We don't know what that financial benchmark is. We don't know what. Well, it's um, going to be a certain. It's going to be. It's going to be a certain number that we don't know, but it's going to be probably congruent on us being, you know, uh, a twelve-win team or a Super Bowl winner yeah. or. Or something like that. It's got to be incentive based, a bit like that, because the revenue will come in if you're doing well and deep in the playoffs. So, and we we read that article and it said that it could be up to two hundred million dollars. So, the better we do, the more money Dan Snyder is going to get out of this. Now, I know that he's not he fucking stupid, is he? Hey, he's no, not stupid, no, is he? Not. Hey. But we no. were looking at the still wants that gravy train to roll on, doesn't he? Obviously. The other thing as well is when we knew that he wanted seven billion was the ultimate asking price, and you know no one was willing to go to that. Uh, Josh Harris and his group obviously couldn't go to seven billion either. So I think the way that they tried to get this over the line is to put this earnout payment, as it's being called, uh, into the clauses. Which is from what I've seen so far and what we've read, the finance committee of the NFL um, have a lot of questions. And yeah, they don't like it, it, do they? They don't like yeah, it. They, They've called it unusually complex, which is uh, a bit of a, an interesting one. So isn't now, that a bit like a bong, really? Isn't that more like a bong? Like, shut up, Snyder. We're doing well. Piss off. There's another 300 mil. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. something like that. And the finance guys are like, wait a minute. This looks a bit shady. You know, that's probably worth it. This is going to take forever, man. This is going to take longer than bloody start of the yeah. season if it's going to be it, complex, like you mentioned. It is going to take quite a long time, but they've said that they're getting on with it with haste. Now, the Finance Committee met last week, um, so they met last Monday and Tuesday. It's a two-and-a-half-hour meeting on the Monday just on this specific sale subject. Um, when they talked about it, they were saying that there was they had significant doubt around the uh, $1.1 threshold of debt as well that you can take on when you buy a, 
franchise. So if anyone out there doesn't know the inner workings of the NFL, I'm not an expert in this or a financial expert. I must put that on record. Um, this is just from what we've read and try to understand from their rules. The rules say that you can buy a team, um, but you can not go over the maximum debt limit of where you either borrow that money from or um, where you or if the franchise is already in debt when you take the franchise on. Um, and that is $1.1 billion. Um, And the Finance Committee have come back and said it looks like this is significantly over that debt threshold. So this, this is what I don't get, man. Like, you've got 18 dudes here. You just said they're worth $107 billion, And these guys can't afford six bill. So obviously, because they're obviously debting it over above the $1.1 billion threshold, like you mentioned. So what's so you tell me that these guys have got some sort of debt on it, like two billion, three billion, whatever. These guys are yeah. fucking jokers, mate. These guys, if these guys are with 107 mil, these guys are jokers. It's it's very strange, isn't it? I, I mean, fuck I, these I guys. Am... Don't want them even. I'll get rid of them. <laughs> fucking fuck them. Just fuck Snyder. Give a fucking somebody else. I don't care. Anybody else? Get, get Steve A back in box. Get Steve A back. See if he's got any catch. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, uh, maybe Brian Davis has got some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saudi yeah. flying. No, 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 it's white people's money, remember, oh, mate? That's true. White that's people's true. money. White people's money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. I forgot uh, about that, mate. Scouts is going off. <laughs> so the um... Fuck these guys, man. No, some stingy, I... cheap bastards. I don't think it is. I think genuinely, as we said before, and you mentioned it as well yourself there, I think they're not asset, uh, not cash rich, they're asset rich, which obviously when you're asset rich, what are you liquidating to get to that level of, yeah, well, of, bloody of, sell of it all. to buy it? I mean, the Colombian dude, you could, you could sell his coke a bit more, couldn't he? <laughs> Sorted. Allegedly. We'll put that Alleged, yeah. The One Point Safety Show does not you don't endorse... Become... Uh, you don't become the richest family in Colombia if you're not part of the gear, bro. It's simple as well, that. Simple as a, that. There's maybe a little bit more to it than meets the eye with this. That's uh, where the finance guys are going. Wait there a minute. Look at this guy's cash. That's what it is. That's not anything else to do with being stingy. So there's about them being fucking way over rich because of the drugs. Possibly. Allegedly. Possibly. Allegedly. Allegedly. We'll put that out there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's it is a bit of a worry. I mean, whether you read this and you think to yourself, there's nothing to worry about. I mean, as a lot of people have said, these guys are worth a lot of money. So it, it won't take long to diversify your assets and find cash to pay for the team. From what I've seen so far, there's been nothing from the actual NFL or from the commissioner or anything from any of these reporters who are out there that would report it to say that the sale wouldn't go ahead. So as far as we're concerned and the commanders are concerned, it is pretty much sold. We're just waiting now on the NFL approval from the finance committee have got questions. So I'm hopeful that the finance committee get over their questions, but this does throw a bit of a spanner in the works, this earn out payment. Because well, it's gonna take, that means it's going to take longer now, isn't before. it? And it's just, well, no, so, no other team's been done like that before. They've always and had... And the finance guys are not going to do it, money. are they? No, that they've yeah. always had, this is the money, that's what you're selling it for, and that's what you're paying. So David Tepper, as they mentioned in the article, who's bought the Panthers and the Walton family, who um, bought the Broncos, it was sold for that reason. So Broncos, $4.6 or whatever it was. Um, yep, there you go, $4.6 billion, that's what you've got. See you later. The Panthers was something like $2 billion. Again, $2 billion, there you go. That's See, what, what concerns got. me, you know, about the Denver sale, Four point six billion to whoever bought it. I can't remember. I think it might be the Walton. It's the Walton, sure. yeah, the Walton family. Yeah, you sure. I think or they, they, they were the, I, or, or they they the they previous own, owners. 
Oh, it might have been. I think it's the guys who own Walmart, own Walmart now, don't they? Yeah, so. I can't remember. Basically, what I'm trying to say is they agreed to that when the rumours out there and from some, some actual decent pedigree, you know, reporters reporting on it, said that uh, Harris offered five billion, and he said no to them. So what's that tell you? Yeah, These guys so are the sketchy. What... Maybe. So the, Wal- the Walton Penner family ownership group. The Broncos are currently owned by the Walter Penner Group. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, they 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 they, they it was the they Waltons who, who mm. bought it. Yeah. So. The not to, con- not to be con- not, yeah, not to be confused with a uh, 1980s TV show. <laughs> <laughs> no, John boy. Anyway, no wonder um, all these war- no wonder all these Walmart's are going. Yeah, you get, exactly. too, you get too many shot. Get people too, too many people getting shot over there. They're closing them down. You buy Denver smart. But yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not particularly worried at the moment about it. But I will be obviously if this drags on and on and on, and it looks like it could take a little bit longer. So hold your horses, people. It's not going to be, it is being sold, but it might take a little bit longer than we think to get sold. I mean, looking at it, the finance committee again, and meet next week um, as part of the NFL owners meeting as well. So the NFL owners are meeting on Monday and Tuesday in, in Minneapolis. And we've just found out again that the league will not take any votes on the sale of the commanders at this meeting. So what they'll have to do is do similar to what they've done with the Denver Broncos sale is they'll call an AGM and say, look, let's get this AGM on and then they'll do it that way. Look, at the end of the day, I think this is easy, easily fixed here. They're not they're, the owners yet. Yeah, they're their owners. They don't have to get in a fly, get in a, the jet and fly halfway across to Jerry World where it normally happens to all sit in a room together, have a cigar and a brandy, and talk about all oh, the sale of the commanders. They can do it on Zoom these days. Whether these guys will do that on Zoom or not, I don't know. But as we know, it's no. They don't want anyone hacking in, mate. <clears throat> anybody hacking into online? Yeah, you know what I mean? It's 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 three quarters of the NFL have to do. So it's twenty six out of the thirty two teams have to approve the sale uh, of the owners of the teams, and then once that's gone through, and the finance committee is the final hurdle. So when you're going through a group of eighteen investors, that is going to take its time. What has happened, and what is good, is that Mitchell Rails and Josh Harris were both vetted before when the sale of the Broncos was going on, because Rails was actually going to go in um, for the Broncos as well. So, yeah, um, that's the latest we've heard from that. So, as I said, not a financial expert. This is just what we've read online, um, and we just thought we'd bring you that because we haven't heard anything from any other pod out there that's talked about this. So, bit of other news, really, then, this week. Um, Scouse was the only other bit, really, that's come out there. His rookie mini camp started, and uh, the... Pictures of Emmanuel Forbes, obviously, at Rookie Minicamp, haven't done him any favours. I mean, my <laughs> word, they are some skinny legs. I mean, honestly, I mean, I thought I had skinny legs. <laughs> I, I thought I had skinny legs, but hey. I've seen I've seen some sparrows with bigger legs than him. I mean... Hey, look at, Mo, look at Mo Farah's legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Uh, Ultra stick thin. One of the fastest guys in the world in his, in his distance. You know what I mean? So I'm multiple gold medal winner. Look, that I'm doesn't not worried bother it. me, bro. That I'm not worried about me. it. Nah, I'm not worried about Any it. Anytime I mean, I'll can... be worried, mate, if he's got to be smacking like, running backs it all the time. 
That'd be my worry. But as a corner, he shouldn't be really be doing that. It should be somebody else's job. You know what I mean? No, I know. But he's not afraid to lay the wood, which is which is good. No, you know, but you don't want that. to. You don't mean being pounded by a running back repetitively. That's what I mean. And do yeah, you, eventually, buddy, break do you think the weight is an issue? I mean, coming in at one six six at a combine. I mean, they're saying he, now he's he, about one seventy. Yeah, he he came in at one seven five actually. So was so he really? Again, yeah. So he already so it's already come on a bit. But he's not going to get it around his legs. He's going to get it around his arms and his, and yeah, his, his upper body more because legs are nightmares, you know. <laughs> That's why I think everyone looks like Schwarzenegger when the upper body, but it can't get the legs. You know what I mean? It takes fucking forever to get your legs like that. So, uh, so I'm not I'm not worried about the guy's legs. You know what I mean? I think him. I say, yeah, I'm I'm not, I'm not worried about it, man. I mean, the only time I think he'd probably struggle is against like an absolute beast of a wide receiver, like a, an AJ or something. But he being out. honest, he should, yeah. And and then to him, two guys, but everybody else, he should be okay against because, you know, he's going to be against number two receivers at the end of the day. He is the number two. You're going to have Saint Saint Goat taking on the wide the wide receiver ones. So, and he's got so, the size. So do you then I'm not too Ken, concerned. Do you, do you then put Kendall Fuller in the slot, or are you looking at Quan? I, I, I think I one? think he's going to be. I think he's going to be demoted. I think he's going to be actually cornerback three. And I think you're going to have. I think you're going to have Quan Martin playing inside there see, a lot more than see, anything a lot, else. A lot of people haven't mentioned this, but I still think he could be a cap casualty. You know, just could purely be. for the he amount. Just purely for the amount. He's money he's spending. He's money, and also he he's not going to. I don't, I don't think he's actually going to be a. If this Forbes turns out to be any good. He's going to go and start. But the problem is, is St. Goat's always injured. So then you think, well, do you keep him because he's always injured? So I don't he's know. You've still got the pick so. up a dance. you still got the pick up a dance, haven't you, as well? That we yeah, so, 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 so our, our corners actually look pretty good if, <laughs> yeah. if they stay healthy. Do you know what I mean? Miami, um, I said that it's Minnesota. It was from the Vikings. I apologize. Yeah, he was. Got, yeah, got, got my M's. But he, again, he's a third, he was a third rounder. You know what I mean? And they just didn't. Mm-hmm. Was he, was, yeah, so they, they just didn't. Everyone, um, everyone said he should have so. been the first rounder, but the problem yeah. is with him, he dropped because he didn't have a good combine. He was quite slow. But he's his own corner. And that's why we, I reckon you do well in our, in our system because I do too, we, 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 are, <laughs> we are mostly his own corner team. So with a little bit of off man, that's what we tend to play mostly. So, and that's why Forbes would be better than, say, Gonzalez for us because that's what he likes. He's, a, he's an off man corner who can play a bit of zone, even though people say he's a pure zone corner. He's not. But he's just not very good at man. So you, you keep him off, man, and let him react. And that's the best way of, of him playing. And we play that. So I can't he got a, uh, he got an he got an interception as well through um through second the, day, wasn't uh, it? Second day. Yeah, second day, day two through rookie minicamp. Mm-hmm. Again, the standard of quarterbacks that you throw in that's throwing the ball, the standard of receivers that are picking the ball up. Uh, was that hey, too... don't forget, man. Everyone goes, oh, what does the Demoran to whatever his yeah, name is? Demorant. Yeah, yeah. This guy banged in like fifty yard buddy touchdowns this year for this team. He did, but it was as you said, it was it was at oh F yeah, D league, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? oh yeah, D league, but you know, still he should throw a ball. Still, you know yeah, what I mean? can throw a ball. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, as long as he can do that against you know the Terry McLaurin's of the world, the John Dotsons in practice, then you start thinking, yeah, we've got a superstar here. You know what I mean? We've got someone who's. Who is gonna gonna make the? Make It'd be a interesting to see that that that, that Terry against him, because people Oof. don't seem to realize how quick Terry actually is, um, and uh, you know, I mean, even like I think there was something recently on the no no Slay, Darius Slay for the Eagles, he had a little podcast going, doesn't he? And he's got like a um, he had he had um, his his other guy the other side who's used to the cornerback for them, was ex Giants, um, Ooh. plays he plays from now he plays um. No, oh, sure. what's his fucking name? He's 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 a quality quality cornerback. Um, 
I want to say Bradbury, but... Yeah, Bradbury, that's the one. Bradbury? Yeah, Bradbury, that's the one. And they were talking, saying, man, and obviously we know Slay gets cooked all the time by Terry, but he just goes, look, so this guy is fucking fast. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, these guys don't, these guys are players, you know players, you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's the thing, if, you do, top, you're if, you, if you're doing a combined run of 4.4, and you're running a 4-4-40 yard dash, but you're playing at a 4-2, this... There's no, there's no question, is there? And that's the thing. Exactly. Some people can run in cleats. Some and people it's, can and run it's, in yeah, trainers. and it's the right, you know and, it's the, and it's and it's wearing the kit. You know, it's yeah, it's all it that as well. You know, because you are going to slow down, but just because of the, the more weight that's on you, because of the helmet and the pads and everything else. But and your outrunner's got to be sharp. But that split seconds enough at that speed. That split second quicker than the corner is is normally good enough if the ball's the right throw. Do you know what I mean? And do you say Terry's absolute beast? So the only other thing that really came out of rookie mini camp was that Eric Bieniemy was there. He was noisy. He was loud. He was obnoxious, which is good. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> almost like a he's almost like a DB's coach, is what I've heard. You know, I listened right. as well, which was quite funny. I listened to John Kine's pod, so shout out to John Kine and his pod. Um, he was uh, talking and had an interview with uh, Gonzalez at the end. Um, Gonzalez Rodriguez, even the running back. Oh, Rodriguez. Got yeah. Gonzalez in my head for some reason. And we're talking about him, and he was he's quite honest and said, Yeah, you know, I've been worked quite hard, <laughs> you know, after the after the days. And he was like, Look, this is this is going on, and you can hear the enemy talking all the time. There was a bit of talk around him coming in at um 244, 244 pounds came into training camp at, and his combine he was 219 pounds. Now that is wow. a big weight difference. But so actually, why it wasn't, it wasn't, it was just a bit of nonsense, a bit of tittle tattle. Oh, right. John Kime said he was probably 224, 225, which you'd expect. Right. You know, a bit of bulk yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, but he yeah. looks he looks solid, as in he's solid built, not yeah. as in flabby, flabby at all. Because that's you think you think 244, you're thinking, okay, he's a bruiser, he's a bruiser running back. Are they gonna play him fullback and make him a bit heavier? So that's why I was thinking, is that legit the two forty four? But if it's not, then obviously it's not, but you know. Maybe the that's the enemy's plan. Playing the other back. interesting thing as well that came out of it was in the post uh, rookie minicamp pressers. There was a bit of a mention for the UCLA uh, wide receiver Kazmir Allen, who was mm-hmm. talked about a fair bit. A few interviews here and there on with the local media as well. Ron actually name checked him three times during the the week at press conferences. Did a bit of punt returning. Did a bit of. Uh, return as well and both were you know both were pretty good and then what came out of it later in the week which is really interesting is Alex Erickson was cut from the team so Alex Erickson oh, was, our okay. other, was our other previous returner other than Dak, Dax Milne so uh, he's actually gone now as well from I did not the, know uh, that he was caught team. so it's interesting mm. Mm. so, so it there is a, there is a potential way for him to make that I mean not, if you're getting name team, checked you know? if you're getting name checked by Ron a few times, or even other guys in the media. Yeah. You know that they really like him. It's as simple as that. So, you know, this guy, unless he fucks up, he's, he's going to be on the team. So, you know, bye-bye Ericsson, probably bye-bye Milne as well. Yeah, the only other one that's been really talked about was uh, Jalen Sample from the undrafted, undrafted free agents. Big body receiver, Cam Sims type looking guy. Um, you know, big, big dude. There's question marks around this Kemp who they've brought in from Kansas City, whether he's just going to be a pure specialist um, and whether... Special teams. Um, sorry, special, special teams, teams yeah, not yeah. specialist. Um, special yeah. teams. And if this uh, 
sample, Jalen sample can make the team as well. So well, I, I think I, I, I mentioned him. I mentioned him. I mentioned him straight after the draft. So, I said yeah. this guy because we were all talking about who's going to be getting dropped and released and all the rest of it. And I said, well, Sample is the guy who's got the easier chance because he is like a Cam Sims 2.0. He is exactly the same build as him uh, and he will be used in red zone. Um, and that's where there's a gap in our wide receiver core. Do you know what I mean? So that's why I thought he'd be the better opportunity to have a chance of getting in. I mean, Kaz Allen probably make it as well because he's a kick retainer, but yeah. those would be the two guys. But everyone's saying Tinsley was out on, on absolute fire. No, Mitchell Ooh. Tinsley said he was on fire. Is, it, is, camp, that, the, so. uh, Penn, is that the Penn State? Yeah, the guy. So he's been injured a lot. Yeah. They move around a lot, so he's been a little bit of a bit of a nomad. But um, but but basically, he said the guy's skill set's class. So I was like, well, hmm, okay, that's probably a, that's probably a Jahan Dotson thing. That you probably said, look, hey, this guy can play. You know what I mean? So maybe something like that. So he might be able to nick a practice squad place, or maybe even get in through the back door there. And then the only other person who's obviously been mentioned was uh, our third round pick, Ricky Stromberg at centre, who was also at rookie mini camp or rookie uh, training camp. And um, every single snap, perfect from what I've, from what they've said. Timing hey, was the good. Guy's, the, the guy knows what he's doing, man. I mean, this guy's a four-year star four, in the yeah, SEC. Exactly. Four-year star at centre in the SEC. And he got, yeah, and he got voted yeah. the best offensive lineman in the SEC. That is, yeah. The, that guy, is the, guy's, the guy's quality, bro. Do you know what I mean? You know, don't so mess do you around see, with him. Do you see Keep him, him pushing, at centre. Do you see him pushing for a start then at centre? And, and I, th- I think he's going to push Gates all the way. I really do. I mm. really, really do. I mean, I wasn't expecting it to be probably so quick, but I reckon probably once he gets the nuances down, like, you know, the way we want it, I think by week four, week five, he'll probably be second. Bow an injury, I think he'll be second choice. And then he'll probably be starting next year. If everyone stays healthy, obviously health, things change, but... Yeah, well, of course. I think so. Yeah, and I then then so. the last thing on rookie minicamp and uh, and the offensive line because obviously that's come up in questions quite a lot around to the presses from Ron and to the GM as well and all the other positional coaches. Lots and lots of talk about um, who's starting where, who's going what, positional flex. Sometimes I really wish they'd just stop with this. Just put a left guard in a left guard, put a right guard <laughs> yeah. in a right guard, yeah. put a center yeah. in a center. You know, stop mm-hmm. farting around with positional flex. Ricky can play here, he can play there. He's a do this. I'm sick and tired of this. Don't play him, God, man. Because don't forget, for these young lads, what he knows is playing four years at centre. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do now? By the way, we're going to make the level go even more intense, make it to the NFL level, and then go, by the way, lad, we're just going to play you in a position that you haven't played in about five or ten years. We're going to put you there and see how you go. And you're obviously going to struggle, aren't you? Let's face yeah, it. Yeah. You know, you know, and you're going, to, you're going to ruin the guy's confidence and probably career. So it's not worth it for me. It's like, mate, you, you 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 did it as a center. You 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 picked him as a center, playing goddamn center. Simple as that. Yeah, exactly. He, he I'm happy around. if Ricky. I'm happy if Ricky Stromberg sits um, for the year, and then yeah. we, he's our he's our center as star and moving forward. Our center boys, our center boys, injury prone oh. as well. So so I understand. I understand why he's there. He, he he doesn't get injured that often, you know. But but absolutely no mention of Norwell at all again. So yeah, I think, he's fucking gone, man. I think he might be gone. <laughs> Oh, mate, he's gone before the camp, real camp starts. Possibly, He'll be gone before. Yeah. He'll be gone by June 1. Yeah, most likely. Most likely, yeah, most likely. Mm-hmm. So we haven't got a Scousy sizzle this week. So what we thought we'd do is we thought we'd look again um, back at the, a bit, a little bit around the schedule, but this time we're looking at the level of quarterback opposition um, that we're playing this year. And um, we've got some tiers. We're going to tier the quarterbacks that we're playing. Now, if you agree with the tiers, great. If you don't agree with the tiers... 
that's fine. Put some comments. Um, Put some give comments us, in the give us your comments on YouTube. Give us your comments on Twitter. And mm-hmm. you know, come back to us with with an answer of what you think um, the levels are on there, and we'll uh, we'll go from there. So we have our levels of QB as elite, above average, average, meh. Are you serious? And Dak Prescott. Um, <laughs> so if we go through each of yeah, nobody's worse than Dak Prescott, bro. No one's exactly. worse. Yeah, no one's worse than Dak. Um, so we've got Arizona, and Arizona. It looks like we'll be starting against Colt McCoy. So where would you put Colt McCoy on them levels? He's going to be. Are you serious? <laughs> He's going to be under. Are you serious? Anything? Let's face it. I'm, I'm going to put a him. backup. I'm going to put him as Are You Serious as well. He's a backup. So, yeah, I agree with you there. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. where I would put him. And don't forget, lads, this is the easiest one. Quarterback of all the year, by the way, being real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Keeping yeah. it real. This is the easiest quarterback we're going to play all season. And we're going to be there for it. So, I'm happy because we should win this game quite easily, I think. I hope so. I expect, I expect it. Not hope. I'm expecting it. Especially if you're traveling like we are. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're again. going. I expect the win this time. I expect it. Section three ten. If you're interested and you and you're out there, we'll be there. I'll be three ten. The three ten. Yeah, with all the other uh, all the other podcasting um, boys out from America and from the states, we'll all be out there as well as Andy Burrows. So if you are around and you do want to see us, we'll be in the red zone lot most likely before the mm. kickoff, and um, we'll also be in section three ten. So come and see us. Um, next one we've got is Denver, and that is Russell Wilson. So elite, above average, average, meh. Are you serious or Dak Prescott? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna be real here. I think he's still above average. I still think he's above average. Wow, I'm I still gonna think go he's average. good. I, I still think he's good. I mean, last year he wasn't very good. We know that, but. Again, it's a new system, new area, you know, those type of things. Takes a while to settle down. He's got Sean Payton there. Um, I just yeah, think being that he being that he's second it's the second game, they're still getting used to their game. I think he you he won't play well against us, but I do see a better big upturn in, in his production next season, to be fair. I'm gonna put him in the purely average category. Average, okay. Yeah, I because I think he's kind of missed a step. I think he might be on the way down. I don't know why, but well, say so uh, the proof. The proof is that he was shit last year. Let's face last it. Year. Yeah, he year, was yeah. Dak Prescott last year, wasn't he? Let's face mm-hmm. it. Although the last kind of four games, he played really well. So maybe he was just starting to get his niche there. I don't know, but maybe we'll see. So next, but I think he's still above average. The next one we're playing in the is the Buffalo Bills' is quarterback, which is uh, Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Well, on. that's elite. That's too <laughs> elite. easy. Yeah, that's too that's easy. An, that's, an, that's an elite. Yeah, it's an elite yeah. for me as well. Absolutely. The only thing, the only thing for me is that you know he, he wasn't as good last year, and I put that on why uh, Brian Dayball not being there because uh, he was the coordinator the year before when Allen was like probably close to being MVP. To be fair, uh, but last season he did take a down step, especially in the red zone. He threw a lot more picks than he normally would. So I'm just hoping that he brings that game to us when we play them. <laughs> Throws a few picks, please, in the red zone. Thanks, man. Four of us have a couple. I'm happy, I'm happy with that. Maybe he can nick a win. I don't know. So it's on to the Philadelphia Eagles, and we will be playing Jalen Hurts. Where oh. do you put Jalen Hurts? Is he elite? See, see, Is he see, above average? See, this guy makes me think because he's, he's kind of in between above average and elite because yeah. for me, he's like, last year, yeah, you say he was elite. But he's only done it one season. I know. You know what I mean? Before no, that, he no was he was, he was below there, average. 
Before, yeah. years before that, he's below average. So for me, I'm going to put him just for this season. I'm going to put him in, this, in the above average category at this moment. But he probably, if he does it again this year, though, like he did last, he probably will be in the elite, elite category after that. I think any QB that leads you to the court, to the to the, the dance, uh, I'm going to put him in the elite category. I think Jalen hey. is, is, yeah, I think he's elite. I think he's right do, up there. So, so do you think Joe Flacco's elite then? No. He got their team to the Super Bowl. That's true. That's true. He could be. He could be at some stage. He's a, he's a definite star, isn't he, Joe Flacco? But I How about, think... about Trent Green? Oh, all right. Come on, mate. Yeah, Do you see what I'm saying? I don't know what you're saying. So, so your, 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 <laughs> your thought, your thought is bad. It's wrong logic, bro. Yeah, I know. I, I honestly <laughs> think he is elite, though. I, I do think he's an elite quarterback. I mean, if you look at it overall, would you say Justin Hurts, uh, would you say Herbert. Hurts, Herbert? Yeah, Herbert, I was looking at. Where, where would you put Hurts or Herbert? Who would you go with right now? Right now? Yeah. You would go Hurts. Exactly. And everyone's taught for years about that. But I'm not putting Herbert in the elite category yet, though. Oh, are well, so... you not? Okay. No, okay. no, okay. You've got, you got to prove it more, man. you got to win games. He doesn't win games, man. He gets, he gets stats. Just like the Kirk Cousins or the Buddy West. <laughs> so I'm saying he's elite. You're saying he's above average. And I will probably... I'd say next a... year. I'd agree with you. season like this, I'd say, okay, he's done two years in a row. He is the real deal. One season, people can have a one great season and then be awful after. So that's true. Uh, give me one more year, and then yeah, I'll probably put him in the elite if he does it again. Or anywhere so near on, what he did last year. So it's onto the Bears and Justin Fields. Now, see, I like I like Justin Fields, and I think he's improving, but I'm still gonna put him as average at this moment. Yeah, yeah. I am too. He's in um he's I, improving. I, 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 I would have put him below be, average last year, yeah. but but uh, before last year, but I I'm think he's put him got, average. He's got potential to get to being an elite QB. Um, I yeah, definitely think he could have, I think he could be an above average QB this year coming, but it all depends for Justin Fields on accuracy and on the offensive line, what's in front of him. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, I mean, and, that's the key. It's it's just accuracy with his throws. That's the biggest thing for me. Mm-hmm. I say with legs, the, the legs is already elite. It's just about his throwing. It's just his accuracy and his throwing, but... Um, he's got better weapons this year, so you probably see a big upturn in the storm uh, statistics, to be fair. So this next one, we know we've got a bit of an issue with, um, and we are questioning <laughs> ourselves on this one. So this is the Falcons, um, and we have, I've said it's going to be Taylor Heineke, and you said it's Desmond Ritter. We can do both um, if you want to, or we can yeah, do one right. of each. So Desmond Ritter, to me, is a meh quarterback, if not, are you mm. serious? In between the mm. two. Last year, I would have said, are you serious? And he's potentially just a bit... Well, forget he's a rookie. You don't know what he was going to get, were you? I know, that season. I know. What are you saying for Ritter then? Do you think he's average? Do you think he's a... Because I think you like him, don't you? You like. I Denver like him. Ritter. I do like Ritter. He's, he's a baller. Oh, he, he plays like you know, when the, the game's on the line, that's when he really shines, you know. Um, but because I've not seen much, because last year he didn't really produce that much. Let's face it, first first season, oh, half a season he played, didn't he? Was it even that? I think it might have even been less because Mariota started That's the season, six, so I don't six know. Games, I think, yeah, not even so, that, yeah, so, four. So for me, I've got to put him as meh at the moment. Yeah, same for me, meh. If it's and Taylor Heineke, <laughs> I think it's going to be Taylor Heineke. I really do. It's average. I mean, I mean, he's average, isn't he? That's, that's, uh, no, actually, no. I'm going to say below average. He's he's meh for me, yeah. Meh. Yeah, exactly. So he's slightly ahead of, of Ritter in, in the ratings right now, but 
you're going with the upside with Ritter. You don't know what you've got yeah. really got with him yet. With Heineke, you know what he is. You've seen for two years. Do you know what I mean? Like we know what he's about. And he's just yeah, you, meh. He's, he's just he's meh. definitely he's definitely top end back backup QB, but he's not a he's he's not a star. Imagine he came in, man. We better we better nail his ass and make sure he doesn't. You know get he's gonna have a game. You know he's gonna come in and have a game. You know yeah. that's gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, John Allen better go in there and just mow him down fast and just like make sure he doesn't get back up off the floor. That is the week where you turn off Twitter and shut down and just go, I'm not even speaking to anyone about it. Anything. <laughs> just yeah. move on. Because yeah. the gonna be, hive oh, gonna be all over it's gonna me. be dire if that happens. And you know he's gonna have a game. You know it's tip that would be typical Washington reading the tea leaves, wouldn't it? That that would happen and you'd just be like, Right, okay, it's gonna happen. Turn it turn everything off, shut it down for a week and come back <laughs> next week fully ready <laughs> yeah. to go. Uh, yeah, Our well, nemesis is next on the list, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. <laughs> Daniel Jones, man. Fuck you know. Guy, I, I think tools, he's average. Mm-hmm. I think he's average. I think he's average. But the problem is, is that he has such a great record against us that he plays like he's elite when he plays us. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he does. He does. You're right. Yeah. I guess everybody you... else, he is literally average. Are you putting him as average? I'm actually yeah, going to say he's. I, I actually going to say he's above average. I think he's all right. You know. I think he got. I think he got, got, got way overpaid for one decent season. I mean, Dayball's probably going to make him into some superstar this year, probably because Dayball mm-hmm. is a bit of an offensive genius with quarterbacks. But um, but yeah, for me, skill set wise, he's average. He's got a bit. Yeah, he's got a bit of running in him as well. But yeah, but that's all he's got. Us. He can run. He can run, but his accuracy isn't great, and his deep ball is not very good either. So, you know, nah, no, he's average. He just he just plays well against us. He just ups his game. Yeah, he's, you're right. You're probably right. He is an average quarterback, but last year he had an above average season for me. So yeah, well, and whether yeah. That, whether that's down to coaching or not, I don't know. But it's got to be. It's got to be. The thing is, he didn't have anything either. He didn't have any weapons. Didn't have anything at all. I mean, he so... sucked. He sucked for four years, mate. Four years, mm-hmm. and then Debo comes in. He starts to play like an actual QB. So, you know, this guy's a, so that's what I'm saying. Dable is a miracle worker, really. So, you probably Next. won't be in the above average category at some point, but for me, <laughs> it will be average. Next on the docket, we have either Matt Jones or Bailey Zappi. Don't know who we're <laughs> going to go with at the moment. Obviously, it's Matt Jones, but this is Bill Belichick. He likes Bailey Zappi, played him a bit as well. Um, he sucks. Injury, so he's like, and, he's like Dak Prescott, Zappi. Zappi is Dak Prescott. Yeah, he's in that category. Yeah, he's yeah. awful. What about Mac, shy, man? What about Mac Jones? Mac Jones for me, he's meh. He's, yeah, he's, he's meh, meh for me as well. Totally, you know, not interested at all. That yeah. is a serious. That was a serious reach for a quarterback that to take him in the first round that high. That was a a, a bit of a wild one. Um, I bet Belichick is for you, not the person who told him to do that one. Because <laughs> he hates him as well, does he? Next one then on the docket is the Seahawks, and that is Geno Smith. Geno. So well, what are you saying with Geno? I mean, again, one good season. I know that's that's as good as he's built himself, hasn't he? He's rebuilt himself, but, but he's, he's the, perennial, the perennial backup. You know, I know. I know this is the Pro Bowler, Geno Smith. <laughs> Wasn't hard on the NFC though, was it? Let's face it. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. Even Heineke nearly got in. That's how bad that was. Now, nah. uh, <laughs> now nah, this this is a tough one because again, he's a one season wonder. So yeah, um, I'm probably got to say above average. Above average. I'm just going to go average, pure average. You got to look at his whole career for me. 
one yeah, season, well, he would have been, in one yeah, season well, doesn't make it. So for me, I think he's just pure average. Well, when, but, but when he gets again, fifty million a year, mate, for two years, I I'm mean, saying he's just been be, paid, just been paid again. And you've, you've got to be, you got to be thinking, okay, you know, he's, there's got to be something about him. Uh, he could be, but, a, he yeah, could be man. above average. Yeah, absolutely. If he proved again, very but again, similar with my to, logic, he should be average, and then he, another season yeah, in the next very, category, maybe very but, similar to what you said with Jalen Hurts, wasn't it? In in the tier category, you know, you've got to prove it for them two years to then say, yeah, yeah I know exactly. where you are now. So, so I suppose with my own logic, I've got to put him on average. Okay, next one on the docket, then Miami and Tua Tagovailoa um, mm. concussion. <laughs> <laughs> to her. I mean, I'm surprised that guy's head isn't a cabbage, but you know, it is what it is. Honestly, <laughs> I, I, I've never seen someone so hurt in all my life from concussions. And what they did with him last year was pure shocking. You know, it really yeah. was. Oh, totally out of order. Yeah. Um, I mean, but the problem is the guy is a walking concussion, isn't he? Let's face it. He is a walking concussion. Great. I so, think he's a great quarterback, though. I think he's very talented. Um, he is very and- talented. And for me, he just gets hurt very easily. Yeah, for me, I think he's in the above average category. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah. then, yeah, okay. <laughs> you go with it. Well, I like that. Just I've, about, I've, just convi- about, I've convinced you. Just about, I think, yeah. I, I mean, don't know either. Each time he plays, when he, when he plays like for a consistent amount of games, he's actually really good. He just gets hurt very easily. So yeah, that's the problem with him, like. LA Rams then next after that, and it's Matt Stafford or Stetson Bennett, <laughs> which obviously Stetson Bennett, we've got no yeah, idea mean, what he's going to be like. I mean, I mean let's oldest face it. He's rookie quarterback he, in the world. He is Dak, um, he's Dak Prescott. He's Dak Prescott, yeah, Stetson Bennett. Prescott. The, the thing is, it's like the reason why we bring in Stetson Bennett is because we just don't know if the superstar is going to be fit. Because yeah. by that time, he's probably going to be injured again. So, But Stafford, to me, is elite. Yeah, I think so too. I think he's in the elite category. Yeah. If you're not many in the NFC, mate, there's not many in the NFC. There's not at all. There's not at all. But you're right. He no. is in the elite category for me as well. As it, would injuries push him down to above average? No, I don't think so. I don't think no, at I the moment. I mean, I think if you can make the Lions look as good as he did when he was, I there, mean, then, I mean, look, I mean, look yeah. at all the fourth quarter, fourth quarter comebacks as oh, well, man. He's got, yeah. he's got like double more than anybody else ever in history. You know, the guy knows what he's doing, man. He's, he's clutch, so, you know. He yeah. is. The next one, then, is the first ballot Hall of Famer. Give your golden jacket now. What are you, really, what, why are we even mentioning it? It's Aaron Rodgers. Come on, man. <laughs> it's, a, it, it's elite, isn't it? No, 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 he's done. No question. <laughs> I mean, there is, there is, we could talk about it a little bit. Do you think he's on the downward? Oh, of course he's on the downward. I mean, you know. He's don't forget, though. No, I understand he's 38, though. He's 38. I mean... But don't forget, two years ago he was MVP. <laughs> so, so yeah, you know, know he's uh, yeah, he's still pretty damn good, even if he is getting old. So yeah, he's still he's still nearly he's still elite. Yeah, he's elite. And then the San Francisco 49ers, we have absolutely no idea who it's going to be. <laughs> this is why I've just got a question mark here because yeah, I, I don't know. It could be. Well, you've only got uh, two guys to choose from. Really, you got you got Peg Leg Lance, no, or you've three. got three. who's the other one? Andy Dalton. Oh. Dak. Dalton's Dak, man. Fucking Dalton's, Dalton's, man. Dalton's meh for me. Oh, I would put him in the me. same category as, as Taylor Heineke. And from what I've seen from Trey Lance, he's, he's, he's Dak as well. Trey, Trey Lance is a... Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, no, no, he's a Dak. Do you think he's that bad? I don't think yeah. he's that bad. I really I've, not see, I've not seen him produce anything since he's been here. Now, again, another guy gets injured, injured. a lot. But well, what he's been on the injured. field, he's done nothing. 
So for me, it's like, nah, he, he, at the moment, he needs to show, man. He needs to really show. If he's going to start this year, which he might well, do. Well, they've, they've talked about it and they said in their training camp that they think Brock Purdy is going to be the starter. He's the assumed starter. What, from week one? Yep. He ain't going to be ready, no way. No, as in like the priority of what they have on their depth chart, he is QB1. Oh, right, okay. So Yeah, I mean, but, I'd probably, I'd probably go with that. I'd all. probably go with that. But it looks like me, they're starting the season with Andy Dalton is where they're going to start the season. If that's the case, then Trey Lance is done in, in, in San Francisco. Well, Sam, Trey Lance isn't either. They've been trying to shop him throughout the, the off-season, I think, and... I don't think he'll be there by the by the time it. Well, gets forget to they the give season. they give three they give away three first rounders three first rounders wild isn't it absolutely wild yeah so it's just you're not going to compete just yeah this just shows you that the, the the level of what you need when when what quarterbacks are worth and how much it can change your franchise you know you I mean this guy was I mean this guy wasn't even that good coming out of college personally I don't think he was that good I thought he's not worth three first rounders. Not but, to trade up that far, but I think they thought we've got to get this he was, done. He, he was the man, yeah. He's an ex-Colin Kaepernick type of player because yeah, that's absolutely. what he plays, like similar type player, runner, so okay arm, you know what I mean, stuff like that. But yeah, injury prone to death. So, But for me, if Perry's not fit to start and he start with Dalton, it's goodbye. Um, it's goodbye for Thingyo. Lance. Lance. Yeah, like, like his, his, his 49er career is over. Well, I don't think he's going to be fit again. He's not fit. Is he from his his injury? So how is he, long oh, is he, is, is he, is he still going to be fit either? No, Lance. I'm still rehabbing. Uh, okay, yeah. mm. okay. So, then I can see why they got Dalton in them. Yeah, so who really cheap deal for Andy Dalton as well coming in? So who I don't even know who the no idea who the fourth choice is. Is yeah. it Josh Johnson? Probably haven't got again? one. Probably haven't got one. But yeah, Josh Johnson, the two point five million dollar man. Yeah, see what happened to him. Got, <laughs> got like got lit out. Got lit up, didn't he? I think he's played was... for every NFL franchise and made, made absolutely no starts and made two and a half million. And then got concussion. <laughs> maybe, they'll, maybe they'll get Matt Brennan or someone like that on, you know what I mean? Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon. Yeah. The, the, gira- the giraffe neck is, himself. Is, is he yeah. still going? I think, I think he's, he's still going. Him. No, he's still going. I think is he playing? New York, I think. I think he's is in he? the Giants. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is it the Giants? It'd be interesting, yeah. It'd be interesting to see. I'm pretty sure oh, imagine he's in the Giants. Imagine yeah, that Jones know. goes out with a hammy or something, and we think on giraffe neck comes in. Good yeah. old giraffe neck, Lennon. That'll be ace. <laughs> yeah, that's been interesting. That's been fun. We're not we're not far off what we think, but you're right. The NFC does not have elite quarterbacks. Uh, really, many, many of them at all. Not many. So, I mean, we let's look I'd at say it. Two, yeah, you come, I'd say you one come, guaranteed, and then yeah, maybe one, maybe yeah, I'm not <laughs> yeah. Told. yeah, maybe one more. That hurts. <laughs> You know what I mean? Two, so two two guaranteed, I'd say, and one in hurts. So if Stafford's fit, he's elite. If yeah. one, and then Ro- and then Rogers, and that's your two, and then you. Probably... But, Ro- but Rogers is Rogers in the, is the Jets in he? Isn't that the AFC? Oh yeah, Jets is AFC. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. In, so, in the so, NFC. That's what I'm oh yeah, that's who what I'm else is there? <laughs> that's what I mean. Oh god, there's Hurts and there's Stafford, and even then, I'm borderline with Hurts at this moment. And where are you going after that? I mean, what are you looking at? Um, who's at New Orleans now? It's Derek Carr. Derek Carr, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah, you, you could say mm, average to above average, maybe, yeah. if you wanted to push it to there. But he's nowhere near elite. I mean, you know, so there's a big drop-off, man, from, from the, the real You've got elite. to say Dak's probably one of the top QBs. But I know we took the piss out of him here because, obviously, <laughs> yeah. But he's he is one of, the, he's one of the top QBs in the NFC, though, isn't he, really? And he's not even that, that good. Way. 
He's not even, but he generally is not that good. Okay, he's not like dog shit, but no, he. I'd say he's, he's average. average. I would say he's, he's average, an average yeah. quarterback. You know, um, and I think that's what I'm saying. Like he's he's, he's not pushing the elites. Do you that's know what I mean? Not. Like you, the Dallas saying, fans man. will tell you he's elite, but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I know. So this is the don't... this is this this then brought it back down really, I suppose, quite nicely to how somehow is going to do, and it'll be very interesting to see what we get out of him this year. What I want to see out of somehow is literally just as we spoke before, consistency. Just it doesn't have to go out there and wow me and throw for five thousand yards and you know thirty five touchdowns. Yeah, it'd be great, but let's just get top fifteen to top twenty even quarterback play. I mean, if we look at where we were last year, what was 29th ranked quarterback was Taylor Heineke and the 30th was Carson. Was Carson Wentz. They were one and one off, one off. Um, I mean, come on, that's not gonna be but yeah, they suck, but we still got eight eight wins. So do yeah. you know what I mean? So if you can get to that mid-tier, you can get to that 15 to 20 range, and you know that there's still some upside going into the following season, and you've seen that Sam Howe is the guy and it can get better. Um, then great, that's good for me. You're going to win more than eight games if you look at it that way. I mean, I mean, potentially. The right <laughs> the hardest part to know is that it is a genuine question mark. He's he's yeah. he's played one game. He had a good game, made one big error, but that's I'm expecting rookies to make mistakes, man. It's as simple as of that. I thought for a rookie in his debut, I thought he played great. Uh, you know, really impressed, and that's probably the reason why I'm I'm on the Howell train. Now, the thing is, as I say, we don't really know. I mean, what all we can see is we can see what he did in college and see can that translate, and the skill set does and the mentality does. So that's another thing that I like about him. You know, is that his last season? Okay, he didn't have the, the great stats. He, he wasn't in the high. He was in his last coming to his last season. He was in the Heisman Trophy discussion before the season started, but then obviously he lost all his players. Do you know what I mean? Like he lost like five of his first team offense. You know, two, three wide receivers, two running backs, and I think two two offensive linemen all went to the NFL. Did, so, yeah. you know, so left him with basically a call. And then they're like, okay, what am I going to do here? So what's he do? He's got nobody open. He's got no protection. But he still takes the team on the back. And actually, and start, okay, I'm going to start running more. And he got, he, got, he got quite a few touchdowns. He ran for 500 yards last year, which is he's normally used oh, to boy. running maybe 50. No, he's used to running 50. And it's like the previous three years, two or three years, you know. So, so he like really like maximized his legs because he had to, and he still got wins. Okay, he didn't get really far, but they were in the, they were in the top twenty in the country, you know, for about were, yeah. the first five or six games. Then obviously they tailed off a bit, but that just shows that this guy's got it. He's got what it takes as in up here as well. Not just like he wasn't just throwing stupid picks. He wasn't just taking dumbass sacks. He was doing what he needed to do to get the job done. You know, okay, his stats didn't look amazing last season. They didn't, but and that's why he dropped. But that wasn't his fault. Do you know what I mean? But what I see is, what was he doing when the times were really tough? You know what I mean? And he and he and he was and, he, and I thought his last season was probably his best season, even though stats wise it didn't look that way. Um, and that's why I think this guy's got he's got he's got the tools, man. He really has. I mean, I've never been this excited over a rookie here since RG Nee. Well, he's not a rookie now, but we have to treat him as a rookie, I suppose, in some ways when it comes oh, to yeah. games. He's yeah, going to yeah, make yeah, them yeah. rookie mistakes. I mean, but he no, obviously is no, in year two. I don't, he, but, so. don't forget, but don't forget, though, he's still year one, really, in the new offense of the enemy. Yeah, so, technically, yeah. so, so I'm going to keep calling him a rookie, even though he's not. But but for me, he's a rookie because he's not played a lot of games in the NFL. But so the intangibles there, the footwork's there, the commanding It's got a lot better. There. You know that what was I mean? the main it's problem like, was his footwork. Because yeah, his arm was that good. He got lazy and thought, I'll just throw the ball when really he needs to be 
on the time in routes with the, he, the five steps, train, four step, no, three step drops. He's been right. training with as well in the off season, Drake May. So him and, <laughs> him, and Drake, yeah, him and Drake May training back to back together. I was like, mm, this okay, might be interesting okay. because one of you two could be playing for us next season. Well, one of us. Yeah, well, but I mean, you know what I mean? We but, will be getting Drake May. And the thing is, how I mean, I say if these guys obviously know each other, and I reckon like how I think how's I think how's probably like yeah, I'm better than you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, he must think that. I mean, look, look at the end of the day, he had a second round grade some on him when he came out. You know, when he was coming out, some people if he came out the saying, year before, oh, he was a first rounder. He was a first rounder. Yeah, yeah, guaranteed he's a first rounder. There's yeah. always, even if you think about it and you look at these rankings and you think to yourself, Do you know what? There's a second round quarterback. That, that's that's sitting there. There's always teams that will reach that, that will reach up and go. Do you know what? You get him in the first rounds. Well, that extra year makes a huge difference, especially when it comes to that quarterback position. I mean, this is how this is how dumb the NFL paying. were, though. This is how dumb the NFL were with Howell because the guys, the guys who went ahead of him, the shite. They really are shit. I mean, I mean Malik Willis. He could be. They say that yeah, he could be wow. even out of the NFL. Well, do you know, I was on the Malik. I was on the Malik. I said he was dog shit at the time. I was all over him. I liked him. I liked him. I liked him a lot. I thought, yeah. Accuracy zero. Accuracy zero. I think you have to look at the level of the level of competition as well that they're playing. Yeah. I mean, no, he played for Liberty, didn't he? Yeah, Liberty's not a huge. I mean, shout out to Liberty. My my best my best mates there. No, my best mate's a professor there, so you know. Come Sorry, shout mate. Out to Your uni shit for football players. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, that's true. That's probably yeah. true. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> I but, mean, you know, yeah. and this is, look, at, look at Kenny the last, look at the last the liberty that we got. Look at the last liberty that we got. Where's he? Might not here, is he? He's gone, Gandhi Golden. He's gone. Yeah. See what I mean? He's another. another it was Gandhi Golden? The ex. It was the Rubik's yeah, team he was, master. He was a wide receiver. And then we put him to tight end. He didn't even make it there either because he was tall. So that's how dungy he was, mate. And that's what Liberty produced. Absolute shite. So just like, don't even go there. I mean, this is the problem that I see with these these quarterbacks now. You know, coming through. You know, like, um, you know, if they're not playing as high quality competition, how do you know they're like really ready for the NFL? Now, if you're taking on like say C grade corners. And you've got an A A receiver, like an A, A an A rated receiver, and you're a quarterback who's meant to be pretty good. You're gonna just gonna torch them all the time. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. It's not it's it's not really it's not, it's not the best of the best in college. That's why the SEC is the best. You want your quarterbacks coming from there, you know, and this is obviously Bryce Young, he did, you know. Um Ohio State, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, you can go you can go Ohio State, but obviously they they always have a scheme that Makes the QBs fuck up in the NFL for some reason. I don't know why that is, but I don't know. I don't know what their scheme is. But I just hope CJ Stroud's a bit different because I do like him. But you know, um, we we'll have to see how it goes. But I mean, it's like um, Carson Wentz, for example. He came from uh, where Trey Lance came from, and, and, and that was nowhere. Yeah. And yeah, nowhere. A no mark team. See what I mean? Um, and then and look how bad they've been. <laughs> you know. Carson Wentz, let's face it, Carson Wentz had one great season and got it, and that was it. Yeah. And that's and what killed him, really, wasn't it? At the and time, he's earned you know, 40, he was, and he's how much he... money since then? 100 million. Oh, ridiculous. ridiculous 200 million earnings. for being yeah. shit. Yeah. Ridiculous mm-hmm. earnings. Mm-hmm. But that's about it, Scouse. Anything else you want to add? Mm. Are you quite happy? Nah, man. Yeah, it's all good. Just, uh, all just good. hope that we can, you know, push on and. Hopefully, 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 maybe get one really good player through the year, the post June cuts. Hopefully, 
Dalton Reisner. That's who I think that? is coming in. Who? Dalton Reisner. He's a free agent. Oh, uh, the left, left, left guard. Yeah, I think that's who we get. Oh. He's not. He's again. He's not going to. If we're looking at the levels, he's not elite. He's not above average. He's probably he's average play. Average, yeah. But it's it'd be a cheap. It'd be a cheap vet, uh, vet minimum. Do you think? Um, do you think he'd be cheap? You're cheap. Sorry. Yeah, do you think I he'll be I cheap. Do. Yeah. Well, they there reckon they reckon it'd be about four mil a year. Okay, that's that's that's, that's money in it. Let's face it. So, yeah, yeah. so you cut that and you. And I'd you rather cut swap them. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather have anyone than, than than fucking Norwell. So, but then you think yeah. about I because I honestly don't think that these two young lads who are fighting for it, um, the Sadiq Charles and the Chris Paul. I liked Chris Paul against Dallas, um, but I'm not Sadiq Charles. Just cannot stay healthy for the life of of him. Mm-hmm. I think you have to have some sort of vet in there as well. You know what I mean? That's going to be able to to show out and, and do something. I mean, it just talk depends. of the just talk of the draft pick, isn't there? I mean, I don't know what he, what, what what's um uh, oh Daniels is it? Daniels, yeah, Braden Daniels. Braden Daniels, yeah, yeah. But he's more the play. They're going to try him a tackle first, though, aren't they? See if he can do it. Because you so like his could, like his speed, because he's really he could really be athletic. Your swing, he could be your swing tackle, couldn't he? Could be your new Cornelius Lucas, which would be quite. That, that's a good call, see. actually. Yeah, because he's probably got one year left, hasn't he, Lucas? And he's thirty three, so I think that. Well, Luke, I, I think Lucas year. is. I think this is this is the last year of Lucas's contract. Yeah, so we'll go at the end of yeah. the season. So that might be a nice little, um, nice little thing to try. Yeah, I can see that. Mm. That makes sense. So there you go. We had a bit of offensive line chat at the end as well for everybody. Yeah, we've got to get that in. So that's it from this week's show then. Thanks very much, everyone, again, for listening and for uh, downloading and subscribing. You can find us on social media at One Point Safety 4. You can find Scouse at ScouseAndy20. And you can find myself at ScottyH84. And um, we are available on every good podcast app. We are on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and anywhere else that you want to get your podcasts from. Um, we're also on YouTube, so leak, leave a like, subscribe and comment from there. Thanks again for your um, continued support. It is steadied out again, the algorithms, not 500 this week downloads. We were about, <laughs> 300, we're about 300-ish. But yeah, really hey, good. We're, as I said, we're I'll not in it for numbers. We're not exactly. in it for numbers at all. Um, we're exactly. in it just to, just to give you, you guys 45 minutes to an hour worth of chat. Um, and uh, yeah, we hope you enjoy it. If you've got so any suggestions go. or you've got anything that you'd like us to do that would be slightly different please hit us up and let us know because that's the only way we grow is if you guys let us know. Thanks very much, everyone. We'll see you again next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the One Point Safety Show. You can find us on all major podcast apps, Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd be kind enough, please leave us a five-star review. You can find us both on Twitter at ScouseAndy20 and at ScottyH84. We hope you can join us again for another episode of the One Point Safety Show. Thanks, everybody.